Hey everyone, Corey Whalen, Managing Director, Bridgemark Strategies, firm that's helped over a thousand financial advisors objectively explore the broker-dealer and RIA marketplace and help them find the firm with the right combination of feel, fit, and financials for them and their business. This conversation today is going to be more around the financials portion of the due diligence and decision-making process. Recruiting deals are at an all-time high right now for a bunch of different reasons, whether it be increased interest rates, the involvement of private equity in the independent broker-dealer space, or just the arms race in general between broker-dealers trying to attract top talent. We're getting more questions than ever from some of our clients asking, Corey, what does a recruiting deal look like? And today, that's what we're going to discuss, the anatomy of a recruiting deal. And it really comes down to four specific areas to understand the components. So the first one is the upfront money that a firm is going to offer you to entice you to come over to their firm. This money is guaranteed and you transition within two, one to two weeks of you transitioning to their firm. That money is going to be in your bank account regardless of the performance of your transition. On the independent side, typically that ranges anywhere in between 30% of trailing 12 revenue and 100% of trailing 12 revenue. And on the employee side, that's anywhere from 100% of trailing 12 revenue um, up to 200 plus. And I know those are really, really wide ranges. Um, and that's really where we can come in and help you. It really depends on the firm you're having a conversation with, um, the size of your practice, and also how profitable that your practice is on that firm's platform. Um, typically, most firms are looking for um, firms with fee-based business. The more fee-based business, the more profitable it is on their platform. Um, the second type of incentive is back-end incentives. And some offers and deals have these and some don't, but this is on top of the guaranteed money. And it's basically a way to incentivize the financial advisor to bring over as many of their assets as possible. So let's just give an example. So let's say you have a million dollar trailing 12 revenue practice. You're getting 50% of your trailing 12 revenue upfront. Um, so that's $500,000. Firms will come to you in their contract and they'll say, listen, we're going to take a snapshot of your assets under management 12 months into your transition. And we're going to pay you, just for example, 50 basis points on the assets that you bring over. So let's say after 12 months, you brought 70 basis point, you bought 70 million of assets under management over to the firm. That's an extra $350,000 that you would get on top of the original 500000 that you got in the beginning after 12 months. So the total would be $850,000 for the recruiting deal. There's a couple things to consider with backends that I'm gonna talk about later um, that are a little confusing to financial advisors and could definitely save you from making a big mistake. The third component is the length of the loan. So typically uh, a recruiting loan or a deal on the independent side ranges anywhere from five years to nine years. And on the employee side, that is ranging, it's typically actually 10 years at almost every firm out there. So just using the same example as before, if you are getting $850,000 of recruiting incentives to make a transition to a firm and you're signing on to an eight-year note, that means one-eighth of that $850,000 is getting forgiven every single year just based on tenure on your anniversary. So if four years through the eight-year loan, you decide you want to leave and go to another firm, you would owe back that 
firm 50% of the money or $425,000 in order to leave without any legal repercussions. So basically, it's just, and if you stay the whole eight years, you don't owe anything back. So it's basically just designed um, as a promissory note that's forgiven by the tenure in your organization just to ensure that at least break even on the money that they invest in you during your transition and, and, and hopefully turn a profit on. And then the fourth way is the way that it's actually taxed. So using that same example as before, almost with every deal, um, they're going to be taxed the same. So on an eight-year note, every year, one-eighth of that $850,000 will be forgiven, and you'll receive a 1099 for one-eighth of that $850,000. So you get the whole $850,000 up front when you're making the transition, but you only need to pay an eighth of it in taxes every single year as ordinary income, which is definitely nice to spread out. So there's two different things when I'm helping financial advisors analyze offers out there that I kind of warn them about as dangers that can help them make a bad decision. And one of them just comes from the back-end loan standpoint. So some firms out there are like the example that I gave. gave. After 12 months, they'll give you, they'll take a snapshot of the assets under management that you brought over and they'll give you 50 basis points on the back-end. So from dollar one, of your assets when you're transitioning over, you're getting compensated. There's other firms out there that will offer really big pie in the sky back-end bonuses. And they'll say, hey, we'll give you another $500,000 if you hit this $80 million threshold. But if you only bring over 70 million, it's all or nothing. So if you come 10 million short at 70 million of that $80 million bogey, you're not gonna get anything on the back-end. And just due to you know, market volatility and a lot of things out of your control, I feel like that just adds a lot more stress uh, to your to your transition than that's potentially worth. And then also as well, the way that some of these loans are forgiven, um, 95% of them are forgiven the way that I was talking about. If it's a 10-year loan, 10% is forgiven every single year for 10 years. But there are some firms out there that really try to keep you in for that 10 years. So maybe the first year of forgiveness, you're only forgiven like 2% of the 100%. And then the second year, it's 5%. And then the third year, it's 10%. And then as you get further along in, in, in the deal in the ninth and 10th year, it'll take really big lumps of forgiveness off. But basically that can mean you could be you could take a big deal at a firm, be there for eight years um, and barely paid any of it off and still owe a big chunk of money when you transition. So there's a lot of other things to consider when you're analyzing some of these deals. I hope it really helped just to kind of understand what the inside of these deals look like. And if you have any questions, uh, please reach out to me uh, at my cell phone number, my email address, or my, my Calendly link below, and I'd love to help. Thanks so much. I really, really hope you find this podcast of value. If you do, please make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. 